TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Ann Baldwin, the host of this program, and I've got to give a special shout out. I can't remember the lady's name, but she said she listens to the show every Sunday morning when she's out milking her cows, her and her husband. So um, shout out to the cow milking lady who let me milk her cow, by the way, at the Berlin Fair. You did it? I did it. Oh, my God. Who's that other voice in the room? It's Teresa Pelham. Hey, hey. How you doing? Good. You're just back from London, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. This was uh, the Yukon women's trip out there. We've never really traveled together. And How many? Five of us. One, one lives there. Oh, how yeah, fun. It was a lot of fun. So you got the red eye home. You got up, came home to find out one of your kids had a party, and oh. here you are. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. That's a that's another show. You know, you should know better than that. Come on. Hide your liquor. Hide your liquor or don't have any. That's, that's, that's the yeah. best rule of the house. But anyway, it's great to have you here, Teresa. You, you and I go way back. Oh, my God, yeah. Don't when, we? I mean... I'm trying to think of when I was thinking that on the way here. When did I meet you? When was that? You know, I don't know. I remember that I interviewed you for something and I thought I could do that crisis communication stuff with you. You and everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) Don't say anything dumb. That's what the answer is We already have. We already have. (laughs) But it's great to have you here. And you've got just, you know, you're so well known. You're such such a talent yourself. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, Give people a sense of your background, where you came from. You've been a very talented writer. I know I use you a lot to proofread things because I'm a horrible writer. So what are some of the things that you've done in your past and what are you up to today, which I really am excited to talk about? It's funny. Just when you're just saying that I proofread stuff, I sometimes I say out loud, what were these people doing in second grade? Yeah. Because I feel like Janice Kidney in second grade taught me all about grammar and I learned it all in one year I feel like I mean I know that's not true right but anyway so I am still proofreading I do proofreading for O'Donnell Company in New Haven and that is some super duper rewarding work because most of what they do is for the greater good of the community they're not selling you know appliances Mm -hmm. you know a lot of it is um you know getting your flu shot or like how to not overdose and i mean it's really valuable info i do a little bit of um, internal communications for a bank um, but the real the best 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 thing is the books the going into schools and i didn't even know i could do this i had no idea this was something i just started to do um after i wrote my first um, book Roxy's Forever Home, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something to give back to the rescuers because these people are just—they're they're amazing people. So the book, which was written by you, and we should also mention—I wish this was television right now because it's such a beautiful book cover and illustrated by uh, Dina Marie Pratt. 
Yep, and those are all oil paintings. Wow. And this is Roxy. Roxy, your dog, is on the front cover, yeah, right? Is yeah. Roxy still around? She is. She's 13. Oh. She uh, she does a lot of napping. Does she's she? Like, she's like a typical old lady. Yeah, you know? that's why you didn't bring her with you today. I did. You know, I, she would have been fine, but she would have just come in here, tried to find crumbs, and then taken a nap. So what is it about Roxy that made that inspired you and your love for dogs to, to do this? Well, I didn't even have a dog before. This, oh. She's my first dog. I was afraid of them when I was younger. Really? I was always afraid of dogs. But um, So I started to get into the whole rescue thing. A friend of mine was fostering a lot. And then my kids got really stuck on her, and they they convinced us to to adopt her. And you know she's awesome, but her personality is so mellow that she was really suited for being a therapy dog. So I, once that once the book came out, I wanted to. The reason I had done a book was I was trying to donate money to the rescuers down south, down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to just, like, write a check. I thought I wanted to be more, you know, involved in it, like have more of a, an involvement physically in it. So, um, but then I started taking her <laughs> to schools, and the kids just go crazy. And there's this added benefit where sometimes, especially if I go to, like, an inner city school, a lot of times kids have only negative experiences with, with dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have the family golden retriever sitting by the fireplace. Right. They have, you know, a scary dog that they see walking down the street. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like the the ambassador for random dogs, right? She's just a dog from the streets, and she is the love of my life. She sits there on my lap. 500 kids can walk by and pet her. And, and she, you read the book to the kids. Yeah, so I read this one. Um, and the title, again, is Roxy's Forever Home. That's the name of the website, too. Okay. Roxy'sForeverHome.com. And then um, I kind of got into it. So I adapted another dog. <laughs> you know, I think it's like tattoos. People say once you get one tattoo, know, right? you want another one. So yeah, I got, that's why I haven't gotten one. Yeah. So I got, we, we adopted Stewie and Stewie's hilarious. And so we wrote, we wrote the second book, which is Roxy and her annoying little brother, Stewie. And at that time, my kids, I know you probably are picturing them as like little yeah, kids. Yeah, because last time I saw you, they were. Yeah, they're all like six feet and up. So Carter is my youngest. And when he was 12, he did the illustrations for this. And I paid him like a real artist. Mm-hmm. And this one is kind of, um, this one talks about how they're both so different. And, you know, you work that right into your school presentation. Oh, you know? of course. Hey, kids, do you think it's good or bad that Roxy and Stewie are so opposite of each other and they don't really they can't really think of is that good or bad and then I say well think about your friends do you want all of your friends I mean Anne and I if you have to know we look kind of the same so we do like if she and I only had <laughs> friends that have blonde hair and blue eyes that I mean that would be really boring right right so that's what I tell them you know like it's way more fun if you have friends that do different things and they you know they have different experiences so that's kind of where this one you know, what we talk about with that one. And then, am I going too fast? No, you're doing great. So so let me ask you this. How You've been doing this now, going into schools. Do you always bring Roxy? or I, West Hartford is one of the towns that won't let me take her in. You Why? Know, for liability reasons. I mean, which is funny because, like, <laughs> I could stick my hand in her mouth. 
<laughs> she's she's so mellow. I mean, but uh, yeah. So usually that's part of it. Usually the presentation ends with you got to get the kids out of that gym somehow. So you tell them that they get to pet a dog as they walk out the door. They're all ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so she generally is a part of it. Usually the presentation lasts about an hour, and it's I mean it's a good break for the teachers. Yes. And it gives good life lessons, right, to these kids in a way that's engaging. And and if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Teresa Pelham. So you've been doing this now, going into schools, and then COVID hit. But you've been doing this for how long? Um, I'm thinking like 12 years. Wow. 11, 12 years. And how do you get compensated that, for that? So let's get into the piece where people sponsor you to go in, and then does every kid get a book? Yeah, so there, there are two different things. Okay. If I just do a regular school, so say I'm going into a school in, you know, let's just say Avon, you know, if, if they have a PTO and they have money for enrichment or author visits, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take money. But if they don't, I'm still okay coming. You know, I sell books. So I provide the school with uh, an order form. These kids, they can order a book if they want. It's I put their name in it. I sign it. Um, so that's like a typical school visit. Okay. Those are fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong in those. Right. But the, re- the ones that always stick out in my mind are the ones where it's either a person or, an, a, you know, a company. They sponsor it. And so whatever they say. So if they say, you know what, like we could buy $2,000 worth of books. I kind of do the math backwards. I'll say, all right, if you don't have a school in mind, I will choose one. So I go and I'll look online, make sure it has a, you know, a, a, a high percentage of impacted kids. Um, one of them I was just looking at the other day. This is kind of a non sequitur, but I saw a school that said in Hartford it, that said only 8% of the school was um, at, at the right level for reading and math. Hmm. Oh, and, wow. and you know that, that if three years ago, it wasn't eight. Right. You know that mm-hmm. the COVID really. Right. It really had an impact on learning. It so, absolutely did. Yeah. So you kind of picked that school. So if I pick that school and then I kind of figure out, okay, how about, all right, let's do, I just kind of do the math. I say like the school has 400 kids and then we figure out, you know, kind of going backwards. Okay. With that money, I could, you could give books to all the first, second and third graders, something wow. like that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the people come. You know, so it's like this this bank executive in a suit and he shows up and he gets to like fist bump 400 kids and hand them a hand, you know, hand them a book that has their name in it. And a lot of these kids growing up, they don't have one book. Wow. You know, Mm -hmm. and so here they are. They're getting a book. They met the dog. They met the author. You know, it was like a whole experience for them and they get to take it home. So, that, that is great, you yep. know, because I remember, you know, not to whine, but, you know, even as a kid, they'd have these book fairs in school. Exactly. And, you know, or you'd have to fill out the little order form. We didn't have the money. We yep. just didn't have the money for that. And then comes delivery day and there were no books yep. for me to take home. So what a treasure and what a treat that is and what a great service you're providing. Again, the website is roxysforeverhome.com. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then, um, hang on, what was I going to ask you? I don't know. But one thing is, too, is that the um, it can also be on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a, a teacher in Hartford. I have a, two, two examples of this um, that she her friend, a very close friend of hers is a pediatrician. And so she doesn't have gobs of money. She's a pediatrician. <laughs> but she every couple of years, sometimes, maybe sometimes it's every year, she buys her friend's students a book. 
And it's really kind of a fun thing because Mm -hmm. she gets, you know, she gets away from the office for a couple hours and she helps me hand out books to her friends, students. Wow. So it can definitely be on a smaller scale. It doesn't have to be the whole school. How'd you come up with this? And and then where you said you also give back a lot of the proceeds you said you give to rescues? Yeah. So I was giving to a friend of mine in Tennessee. That's her name was uh, Melissa. And she was um, she was instrumental in bringing Roxy and Stewie up here. She fostered them both and there's there's so much that goes into all this like rescuing she can't just say oh I'm going to pick up this litter of dogs and then nothing else I mean there's so many other steps that have to happen she's got to go bring them all to the vet yeah Roxy was one of the unhealthy ones in that in that um, litter and look at her now yeah and look at her now (laughs) sleeping (laughs) on my couch all day Um, but yeah so and it and I kind of change my who I'm donating to right now who I really like is um, Kenway's cause and they're based in Hartford and they help Hartford dogs so so say they um, so say a dog you know gets hit by a car and needs a surgery and that the dog doesn't belong to anyone Mm -hmm. so they'll do the surgery and they'll you know rehab him and try to find him a home and all that is cost is covered by Kenway's cause the other thing they'll do is if there's a family in Hartford and they have a family dog and all of a sudden, their dog needs back surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, where are they going to come up with that money? I know. So, and, yeah. And it's a great option because, you know, sometimes people have to make that tough decision. Yeah. You know, we just can't afford it. So to know that there's organizations out there that will help you keep, you know, your pet in your home is so huge. I know we've worked for a long time with the Connecticut Humane Society. Absolutely. So, so we've seen it firsthand where these dogs and cats and everything else come in from, you know, whether there's a flood, any kind of a natural disaster. They've got the vet clinic there. They've got the food pantry there. Um, It really takes, it takes a lot. Having a pet is a huge expense and a huge responsibility. And I don't think I've ever done a a, a presentation without saying those words that you just said. Because I'll say, all right, I have 527 good reasons to adopt a dog. But what's a reason that when, if you go home and you ask your parents if you can have a dog, what would they say? Like, what are those reasons? And then the kids say them out loud, and then they realize that they're actually valid. Because <laughs> <laughs> your parents aren't just jerks. They actually, yeah, your brother is allergic to dogs. Or maybe we're not doing so well financially. Or maybe we travel a lot. Or, yeah, we're never home. Yeah, if, yeah, if, you, if people are... Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network on all day you don't get a puppy i know you could get yourself a nice old nine-year-old dog to go and sit in your house but yeah and so there's a lot of they they talk about that and it's responsibility and you know you can't just take off and go away for a week without your dog so you know that's we definitely talk about responsibility i mean the cost of it yes but also the you know just being there just making sure somebody is there caring for them 
Right. So you've got three books. You've got uh, Roxy's Forever Home, which is the website, roxysforeverhome.com. So if you're an organization out there, if you are a school teacher, school administrator, um, a school aide, whatever your role might be in the school system, you know, check it out because Teresa comes. She can bring Roxy if Roxy's up to it. Um, <laughs> and also read the books and, and really give kids some great real life lessons and the other one is Roxy and her annoying little brother Stu and then talk about Stewie and Veronica. So this one was kind of cool so this one is the newer one mm-hmm. it's um, it is a paperback um, it's an early reader chapter book which just means that when I was I don't know let's go let's say second grade because it all happened there that teacher is now a nun Janice Kidney, my second grade teacher. Wow. Yeah, well, she be, I guess, is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She, <laughs> some days maybe it seems like a good option, right? Yeah, maybe we should have so, done that. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I like the idea of an early reader chapter book. So what it means is the chapters are small. Oh, and that's a big deal. When you can yep. tell people that you read a chapter book. Yep. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Because I always remember thinking, like, I want to read a chapter book. And then I'd look at it, and the typeface was, like, 12, and and the chapters go on forever. So I like that the, the letters are huge. And then they can read one chapter, and they feel like they've accomplished. Yes, a exactly. Lot. So so Stewie is very different from Roxy. Stewie does not like to meet new people. He, <laughs> Our vet told us, you know, 11 years ago that Stewie has separation anxiety. And I was like, dude, I, come on. We're talking about a little dog. And he totally does. He has separation anxiety. If I'm not in the room and you go over and try to pet that kid, that dog, He's going to bite you. He is not, he doesn't like to meet new people. He hates meeting new dogs. He hates it. So that's what kind of this book is about is, you know, okay, just think about what's going on. Maybe take a deep breath. He's antisocial. He has anxiety. And if it now, if you ask kids, do you know what anxiety is? Oh, my God, they all know. Really? Do you think that you knew what that was in elementary school? No. They no. all know because they all have it. I mean, it's so a lot of the times they, they do this little hand motion thing. And I think it means like I'm having a connection with you. Like what, what you're saying, I'm saying they being kids, um, that they, they are relating to what I'm saying. Huh. So when I'm telling them that Stewie, he wants to be a good boy, he really wants to be a good boy. But then something bad happens and then he isn't a, a good boy. And I can, I see, like, <laughs> the kids are like, oh, yeah, I've been through that. <laughs> I've been there. I, I feel that. So, I mean, it kind of talks about, like, it It almost makes it seem like, you know, you're not the only one who feels like this. Mm-hmm. And that's what it says in the back. There's, like, a little note to kids from Stewie. Okay, can you read it? Oh, yeah. It says, Psst, hey, you kid. Yes, you. When, you. when you were reading my story just now, were you kind of thinking that, just like me, you also get anxious sometimes? Or maybe you get anxious so often that it gets in the way of doing things you like to do? I get it. It's hard. If you ever do feel anxious, you should totally talk to someone about it. You might not have an amazing goat like Veronica in your neighborhood. That's the part of the book. But there's someone in your life you could talk to about it, maybe a parent, a brother, a sister, a friend, a teacher, or a guidance counselor. I'm pretty sure you'll feel better just getting it out there. Also, you should ask them for a cookie. Cookies help, too. Love, Stewie. Aw. <laughs> now, does your program have to be vetted? Do they ask you to, they have to read the books in advance to make sure, you know, there's no controversy or <laughs> anything like that attached? 
How does that work? Good Lord. Um, No. I mean, yeah, sometimes they want to see it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Because why would you just blindly invite? Well, and you don't want a crisis on your hand because you're bringing in a book with inappropriate, which you're not. This is is your job. I I I, never even think of this. Oh, yeah. I think of it all the time. You're a crisis communications lady. A lot of books have caused some controversy, but not these two. No, these, these these are fine. No, but they do. I do. And I, you know, usually I'll donate a set of them to the library anyway, so I can bring it ahead of time. They all look at it and they say, yeah, it's fine, but... So do you have, what's that. what's next? What's in the what do you got coming up next? I'm actually working on a book on my own for grown-ups that I would think some people might find interesting. It's kind of two things put together and I'm not really sure if that's how it will work out, but we um we being my my new husband. I just got <laughs> married in July. Know, we eloped. We eloped. And by the way, young people, old people, I highly <laughs> recommend eloping oh my god every penny you spent is on you and your spouse and not on complaining guests and you don't have the yes you don't have the politics you don't have the family drama you don't have the expense so you you're a big recommendation oh my god yeah we went we went to uh, booth bay harbor we went to acadia maine i mean we had we had a great time but what was i talking about congratulations (laughs) congratulations thank you but why are we saying that we oh we own an airbnb dan Dan and i do so we own an airbnb and it's a tiny little cabin i highly seen it on facebook i highly recommend that also (laughs) buying a tiny place in a cool spot yeah but i you know i was thinking about that isn't it kind of weird having just like people you don't know stay there i wouldn't want people to be in my house house but we bought this with the knowledge knowing that we would rent it out we rented it out probably within two weeks of closing on it really yeah yep and um which is weird because there aren't any reviews so the first guy who rented it i was like can you write us a good review (laughs) i don't ask people to do that is he still there is what no these are these are like short-term rentals. Okay, I These see. are, oh, no, no. It's most, it's probably the average rental is like three nights. And people come year after year. We've been, we bought it in 2018. There are people who have come for every Thanksgiving, every Christmas. Okay, so how do we find your Airbnb? Oh, God. Um, look in on Airbnb or Verbo um, for Cabin in Parsonsfield, Maine. Parsonsfield, yeah. Maine. I know. I'm not really. What color you, is it? It's a cabin. It's like a little. Okay. It's like a fake log cabin. It's a flog cabin. Well, cool. <laughs> it sounds cool and it looks great. I've seen it. Yeah. It's I've good. seen your pictures. It's good for like a little getaway. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. And it's I mean, it's it's easy. It's right on a river. So you can go fishing, go swimming, go kayaking. Wow. Did, I'm going to have to look into that. Did you see that my my Patty the Paddleboard went down the Assapee River? Never, no. Never to be seen it? again. Oh, no. She's probably out in the Atlantic Ocean somewhere having a nice time. Did you put your phone number on it or anything? Yeah, but I think that wears off after a while. <laughs> I think she's been out there for a long time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love paddle boarding. So Roxy's Forever Home.com if you want to schedule. Do you have a scheduling thing or how does the process work? They could just email me. Just um, email you. Yeah, Pelham Teresa at gmail.com. Spell Teresa because everybody spells it differently. Oh, I only I spell it the right way. Yeah, you know those H's were so expensive back in the '60s. <laughs> I mean the '80s. Um, P e l h a m t e r e s a. There All we right. Go. So when can we expect your next book to come out for us? Big oh my people? God! Oh, I didn't even ch- say what it was. No, I, I, is it going to be a chapter book? No, you I forgot. got distracted. I that was I got distracted. You had to pitch your Airbnb. No, that's where it was about. Oh, it's okay. about it's it's I already have a name. It's called Posing as Locals, and it's us trying to us like people who from Connecticut trying to fit in. Good luck with that. <laughs> in Maine. <laughs>
I can see you fitting in though, because you've got that personality. I just, yeah, I can. I you feel can like lay back. I can do it. Dan really jumped right in. Like, Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's out there shirtless, holding a beer on his um, riding lawnmower on his John Deere. That's nice. Yeah, that's a nice visual. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so that book will be coming out when? I have to finish writing it first. Well, how it, it does take time, right? You almost yeah. have to go into, like, a, what do they call it, a sabbatical. I do, I do. Because life is just so crazy, especially when your kids are having parties at your house when you're gone. But anyway. Stop um, it. Yeah. So you do. I can't imagine the downtime it takes to write a book. I know. And the other part of it, remember I said it's like two things. So mm-hmm. half of it is that. And the other part, I'm writing little vignettes about stupid jobs that I've had. I hope I'm not in there. You're not in there. <laughs> Okay, Yours was a great job. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So that's on your bucket list. That's coming up on my bucket list. I've always had stand up to do a stand up comedy thing. (gasps) And I think I've got the opportunity. It's still in the works, but I'm going to probably be doing it in the next couple of months. And my only criteria, even this is somebody who's been in sobriety for 12 years, is that the audience has to be drinking. For me to do my stand up. You <laughs> all right, so you're not drinking, but they are. Yes, because well, and I, it's hard. You know, people first of all, I don't believe people in Connecticut don't clap enough at performances and they don't laugh. Yeah. And I've done auctioneering, I'll only do that if people are drinking because you gotta get them loosened up and you gotta get them, you know. Well, I'm happy to come and bring some laughter. Drinking friends, and I'll tell them all that when we hold up the laugh sign <laughs> that they have they to have laugh. to guffaw yeah so start practicing your belly laugh now <laughs> i'll be there i oh. want to see that oh my god well, all right well i'll keep you posted on that because you know and it's it's difficult because you can't talk about politics anymore and you know you can't be politically incorrect about so many different things so these are my real life stories funny things that have happened in my news days perfect all perfect I, so it's you're laughing at me yeah not we, Anybody else? My my friends and I were just saying this this weekend that the the Brits, because I was in London, the Brits don't like Donald Trump's humor because his humor is making fun of others, and the Brits like the humor where you're making fun of yourself. Ah. So yep, you're maybe gonna... I should go to Britain then or yeah, London exactly. or somewhere Perfect. to do that. It's such a pleasure to see you and have you in on the show. This was so great. Aren't and you I, glad and we ran into each other at TJ Maxx? Oh, my gosh. Of course, you know, I had no makeup on, look like crap. And, of course, <laughs> that's when I run into people. But that's okay. Here we are. <laughs> Again, it's roxysforeverhome.com. Please reach out if you want to do a good thing for any organization. doesn't have to just to be a school organization. It's a great thing to do. And Teresa Pelham, continued success. Thank you, Anne. Thanks to you for tuning in on this edition of News You Can Use. We'll see you back here again next Sunday on WTIC AM 1080. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 